Hello and welcome to the Journeys to Wellness podcast with Jane and Luke. Jane is a registered psychologist and she works in private practice with clients. I'm a yoga teacher and I'm currently studying to be a nutritionist. So that's a bit about our background, where we're coming from. And with this podcast, we're just really inspired to share these tools and this information that Jane uses with her clients that I use with my clients or in my teaching as well. And just we see it help so many people and we're just really inspired to share that and get that out there into the world. And so <clears throat> in this episode, we're going to talk a bit about burnout and we'll go through some things like about what it is, how does it fe- actually feel in your body and maybe what your body's trying to tell you from it and then how you can use that to move forward in a like really confident and informed way where you support yourself and look out for your own values and needs and so to open this one up if I could just ask you about what is burnout like if you could just give kind of a basic definition maybe even for someone who hasn't like maybe we've heard of I'm feeling burnt out but what does that kind of really mean from a psychological perspective? Thanks Luke yeah so Burnout can mean different things to different people, but really, and there are differing levels of burnout. And and what does it mean? The word burnout, completely overwhelmed. So burnout at its worst can happen to any anyone, anybody, whether they're working, whether they're not working. It means where they're totally overwhelmed. It means everything becomes too much. Yeah. That there is no time and space for themselves, essentially. And a, a really good example of burnout that I read recently was um, junior doctors, or not even just junior doctors, but doctors in general yeah. can feel <laughs> burnt out when they are doing so much for their patients. They, these days, the particular doctor I was reading about, they said they worked in a really big practice. Lots of doctors have amalgamated their practices and they now, where it used to be a little country practice, now they're working, it's like a big corporation. They've got managers, they've got chief executives and they have to do productive units every 15 minutes of the day and they're finding it's overwhelming because they're getting too much input from patients. Maybe a burnout could be they're missing things that they shouldn't be missing because they're not listening properly. They're overwhelmed. Their body has gone into fight, flight, freeze, total overwhelm. It's being totally stunned and essentially they can't function. Even simple decisions become too difficult yeah and so could you talk a bit more about what that feels like like in that scenario or just in general what it would generally feel like in your body if you're experiencing burnout totally uh one of there's a new zealand uh woman she's a a really successful businesswoman and she was talking on the television the other day her name's Teresa gatting and she she's 
a high flyer. She's on boards, runs a lot of organizations. And she said she just kept pushing herself, pushing herself, pushing herself. She wasn't listening mm. to little messages that her body was giving her. Maybe, maybe her heart was beating too fast or maybe she had a real tightness and pain in her body I can't remember exactly what was going on for her but she said she had a meeting that she had to go to and she thought oh I just don't feel very well today I'm just feeling really tired and yeah. I should cancel but oh no 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 that's not my that's not the way I work she went to the meeting and as we know, the body keeps the score. And her body just shut down and she said she collapsed. Yeah. Just fell to the ground, essentially, I think. I don't know. I wasn't there. Yeah. But they had to call an ambulance and she <clears> just <throat> rushed to hospital because it looked like she'd had a stroke or I don't know. And they found that there was actually nothing really wrong with her except that she was burnt out. She was doing too many things for too many people and her body has just had just said, no, stop. Yeah, so I guess we could talk a bit about it in the context of like the nervous system, how we have our fight and our flight response, our sympathetic nervous system, and when that's constantly activated, like in these examples, and in any example, whatever it is that you're doing, if you're feeling this chronic stress where we constantly have elevated levels of cortisol and adrenaline in our bodies, eventually it gets too much. And I was wondering as well, I'd love to ask you about this, like kind of what it means, like why, what our body is trying to tell us, because there can often be these telltale signs, like you might, oh, I don't feel quite right, or oh, I'm a bit short of breath, or oh, I like losing hearing randomly my ears are ringing these kind of symptoms and often people can just push them down but as we know <laughs> these are really important signs and could you maybe talk a bit about like what these things mean and maybe what our body's trying to tell us absolutely luke absolutely our body gives us tells or messages all the time it could it can be uh, exactly as you said, um, shortness of breath, noticing we're just constantly breathing way up in our chest or not even breathing, stopping breathing at times. It can be noticing, oh shoot, I've got that bruise on my leg, not even noticing, God, I must have bumped into something, not even remembering mm. or noticing as well, oh man, I'm bumping into things all the time. Yeah. Or I'm constantly rushing. Or that cut on my fingers that's been there two weeks and it's not healing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And also a sense of panic, thinking, oh my God, I've got this to do, I've got that to do, right. And just rushing from one thing to the other, getting it done, but then suddenly realizing I'm not getting, I'm doing things, but I'm not doing them properly or... Yeah. Uh, and that's that comes back to that doctor example. I'm seeing my patients, but ooh, I missed. I think I've missed something there. Yeah. But uh, I've got to go. I've got to jump to the next patient. Yeah. And or it could just be the doctor might be noticing that they've got heart palpitations or 
um, yeah, like you said, pains, just bodily pains yeah. and thinking, oh, maybe I need to get myself looked at, but oh, when am I going to do that? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And so I think with that, like all of these signs, I mean, to really simplify it, it can just be our body telling us mm. to slow down. Yeah. And <clears throat> we're talking about this yesterday. I was doing my class, the psychology of disease, which is really interesting about the link between our psychology and like disease in the body and our lecturer was talking about our culture of just busyness that in this 21st century especially in if you live in a city that it's just so normal everyone's walking quickly they're on their phone they have their bluetooth headphones and checking their emails constantly and that it can almost be like a credibility like oh yeah I'm so busy oh, I don't have time to do that no sorry I'm busy and just constantly keeping ourselves busy but I've we've mentioned this before like just because something's normal doesn't mean I mean just because something's common doesn't mean that it's normal and just because a lot of people might be so stressed in our society it doesn't actually mean that it's normal for humans to be like this and so maybe if we've identified this in our body, we're like, oh yeah, I have been feeling these things in my body. I've been feeling very stressed. So wondering if you could talk now a bit more. So if we've maybe noticed this in ourselves to a little bit, a little extent, and maybe we want to stop it before it progresses, or maybe we've even experienced an event like a collapse, or we've had to go to hospital, or we've had a real like acute health issue that's happened and <clears throat> from maybe from that place how people can begin to move forward and I don't know maybe if uh, I don't know if you've ever experienced burnout and maybe if you could talk a little bit about if you have and like how you could move forward from your perspective or just maybe a general perspective mm. and and I think I I because I'm a psychologist, I guess I have, sometimes I have been super, super busy. And because of the work that I do, I have to be really careful not to burn out because yeah. I, my job is to really help other people. And so in a way, it is really good being a psychologist because I actually practice the tools that I yeah. Uh, give my clients like that's part of being a psychologist is that you're yeah. actually doing doing yeah. the work yourself and yes. like employing these things and and, and with the work yourself. I do uh, I'm an ACC provider so I work for um, for those who don't live in New Zealand ACC is the Accident Compensation Corporation and it's it's like an insurance company and it covers um, people who have been sexually abused and I do a lot of work with those people and supporting yeah. them and it's very very important for me to stay on top of my my mental health mm. so that I can support them but also the work requires a lot of report writing we have to assess people diagnose them with what's going on for them and then help treat them and that can be very, very busy and potentially um, open to burnout if I'm not careful. Yeah. And so I, I can give you examples from my own life, which is just noticing 
when I'm doing too much. Mm. And one of the biggest things that I've learned in my practice, but also as a human being, is to be able to say no. Yeah. And I think it is so important for us to, whatever, whatever we're doing, whether it's paid employment or unpaid employment or with family, with friends, is to be able to, if we're asked to do something, and I'm often asked to do things in my work life, but also in personal life, to be able to stop without first answering, because in our culture often, our default is, oh yeah, sure, yes, sure, and often people that burn out are really the overachievers who always go for go with the phrase, you ask a busy person to do something and they will get it done, Yeah, and they will. They will, they'll get it done, get it done, get it done until they fall over and they can't do it anymore. And I think it is really important for all of us, if someone asks us to do something, we stop, we don't answer immediately. We, we, We use that stop strategy, stop, pause, tea, take a breath, take another breath, take another breath. Don't answer. Don't answer. Oh, observe what's going on inside of me. Oh, my shoulders are really tight. If I take on that work, that means I'm going to be working nights for the next three weeks. Yeah. And I I promised myself that I wouldn't do that. Okay. Okay. I promised myself I wouldn't do that. So this is clashing with my core values of self-care. Yeah. So working out what are my core values, what's really important for me. And for me, Luke, self-care is really important. And as I get older, it becomes more important because our bodies can only take so much. And then P, the P of stop, proceed carefully, proceed mindfully, proceed respectfully. So I can then say to the person respectfully, oh, thank you for that, for asking me to do that. But right now I don't, I'm not able to. Yeah. And to know some people, some people that the really high achievers know that they get things done quickly, they get things done really well, and maybe they might think no one else could do it as well as I do. Yeah. And that might be true, but... Actually, and I help many of my clients learn this, that they don't have to do it perfectly. And in fact, those other people will do it. It won't be as good, but they won't burn out those other people. Yeah, And I think that's just a really beautiful key that you said, like finding out what your key values are and then you can really decide, is this going to help me move towards... So maybe I've decided, yeah, okay, I've been really stressed and actually I've had a collapse before. I've had issues before. I don't want that to happen again because that was really scary. So I've my values are I want to look after myself. I want to implement some self-care. So maybe that does mean saying no as hard as that can be. Mm-hmm. And we've talked about this before with everything, but being a practice, like especially saying no, if you've never said no before, it's going to feel really, really hard and potentially really scary. 
and maybe like oh they're gonna now I've said no they're gonna hate me that I'm gonna lose my job they're gonna go to someone else and our minds can create these stories and I know in my own life when I say no and I'm like oh no da 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 it's gonna be and then they're like oh sweet like that's all good like actually that wasn't gonna work out anyway or like it's it was actually completely fine and that was just the story my mind was creating and I know we all experience this and I feel that's such a beautiful thing like getting really clear on what's important to you and then it makes it much easier to kind of weigh these decisions as this is taking on this extra project oh well actually that's I'm just taking that on maybe because I feel like I have to but it's actually not going to support my my deeper values that are going to support me in the long term. Absolutely. Yeah. And and it makes me think another value that we should all have. I I believe that we all have the right to really enjoy our job. Yeah. Or if we're not working to enjoy what we're doing. We all have that right. And we all as well deserve to get up the ones of us that do work in paid employment to get up in the morning and think yeah I really want to go to work today I really want to enjoy it yeah so how can I do that and and really questioning is am I going to be able to enjoy it if I am doing a hundred hour weeks yeah uh well for me that is absolutely no yeah I only enjoy it if I leave something in the tank for myself. Yeah. If I take time out to do things that I really love to do. Yeah. And I think this is so important, speaking back to that culture of busyness that actually, which is this proven by like this, the science as well and the work you do with clients. But actually, as we slow down and we look after ourselves, we can be more productive. We can actually get more done. And we can focus on the things that are more important, that are going to have a greater impact, that are going to help more people, that are going to help ourselves. When we actually look after ourselves, I like the analogy of like when you fill your cup, only then can it overflow and like, like create more, whether that's more wealth in your job and new opportunities, whether that's new relationships or friendships, whatever that is, if you have an empty cup, there's there's nothing more than you can do and so yeah I think it's so important really prioritizing that self-care and if people are interested in learning more about that we've also done a podcast on some on self-care it's called the science of self-care going over the evidence behind mm. it and then some simple practices that you can do to bring more self-care into your life yeah for sure and Doing, doing those self-care practices, finding out what resonates for you yeah. and making sure that we do them. And sometimes for me, Luke, even if I have a busy day, I will make sure that I get up a little bit earlier and some people listening to this might go, oh, no, I like sleeping in. And yeah. that's cool. If you like sleeping in, find what works for you. Yeah. But I like sleeping in too. However, on a busy day, when I've got up just a little bit earlier and then I do my yoga practice yeah. and I notice how I feel before yoga and it might be a little bit tense or a little bit 
nervous about something that might be happening in the day. I do my yoga and I notice how I am after it. And invariably, it connects me with my breathing. It helps me breathe more deeply. It helps me feel better. Yeah. And I'm more able to function in the day. Yeah. Beautiful. That's a beautiful summary. So to kind of sum up this podcast with burnout, burnout is basically just a feeling of overwhelm. And it can come in many different ways for different people. It could be pains in the body. It could be different sensations. It could just be a feeling of chronic stress and being just overwhelmed. And it's really our body telling us that something's out of balance and we maybe need to take a look at that and we maybe need to slow down. And, 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 and Luke, I would just say if there's one thing that I would like people to take away today yeah. is to listen to that, yeah. to not push it aside, not brush it under the carpet, but listen to their bodies. Listen. Yeah. And I think that's such an important, like our bodies are so wise and way more than we often give them credit for. And when we listen to them, there's actually a lot going on and it's a really good thing to do. And so basically with moving forward from that, listening to our bodies, listening to our values and taking the time and the bravery sometimes to say no to things if it doesn't fit in if we're too overwhelmed and there's more and more things coming sometimes saying no is so so powerful and again to finish that off we talked about self-care as well so prioritizing looking after yourself and if you're someone that's wanting to be productive you're wanting to get things done understanding that you can actually get more done be more productive and enjoy it if you look after yourself first if you do things to make yourself feel good you can go to work feeling good you can get things done feeling good instead of feeling like you have to do it and it becomes a chore and you continue to perpetuate those cycles of burnout. So I really hope you enjoyed this podcast, this episode of the Journeys to Wellness podcast, and we'll see you next week for another one. Thanks for listening. <laughs>